Welcome to Stateside F1. Oh, no. I'm Joe Leonardo. That man making the sound of 20 cars stuck in traffic is Andrew Berger. Hey, Joe. How are you? Oh, my gosh. So good to be here. Been a minute. It's been a minute, but we are talking Monaco. Everyone went into this weekend being like, oh, it's Monaco. It's just a, a parade of cars going in line. But we had some pretty awesome practicing the whole weekend i thought was pretty spectacular yeah it was a fun weekend um normally monaco's just exciting qualifying and then the race is a dud mm. most of the time but man we didn't well let's just start with qualifying i guess because uh I, I really want to talk about alonzo almost leading the pack so oh my close God. so close to getting p1 but max verstappen is just a freak of nature and he's too good so i don't know i don't know what to tell you he Sid the Sloth, man. He's he's stealthy. Yeah, yeah. What was? Do you know what the time difference between him and Alonso was? I think it was like five hundredths of a second. It was wild, and he picked up everything in in the third sector, I believe, too. Yeah, i I rewatched the lap. I want to. I'm sure there's a side by side somewhere on the internet that I want to watch because I want to see just. It was hard for me to tell how much better Verstappen did on that third sector than Alonso. Like I feel like, like it, it almost reminds me of the 2021 season where, like Alonso did everything right, just like Lewis Hamilton did. But it came down to the last sector and the last turn of the final lap, and uh, and Verstappen just takes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the man just stays focused the whole time. Yeah, I mean his yeah, his level of focus is just—it's unparalleled. He's—I mean, not to say Alonso wasn't focused. It's just that I don't know—he's he, just—he's in it, man. He's present the whole time, and he's able to pick up, pick up those microseconds in all these little small areas. And I feel like the more pressure he has on him, the better he performs. Yeah, I think that's a really great skill to have. Well, as a race car driver and a uh, sports person, but also in general, yeah. I wish I was more like that with uh, pressure Just on life. <laughs> I used to be a good test taker, but then I was like, oh, okay, this is like, you know, then the test's over. <clears throat> yeah. But now I'm like, oh, wait, if I mess this up, then my client will not come back. Sure. Yeah. I used to be a, a good test taker too in school. Then I started smoking weed and that all went down the tubes. <laughs> I, I didn't hit that until much later, but now now I'm now I'm off the ganja. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that um, I could probably take a better test now, but every I, once every once in a while I'll flunk a test if you know what I mean. <laughs> Ooh, you know what? Yesterday I think all uh, all my coworkers we would have because they uh, they painted the ceiling or the roof of our building. Yeah. And the smell was going through the air vents all day. That, yes, that happened to me and my dad once. We were painting my room. This is, I was like 14 and we had all the windows closed. And I remember being like, like, I feel like super lightheaded, but like very happy and everything's hilarious. And I remember like, um, 
thinking back on it now, I remember being like, okay, yeah, this is me stoned. And I kind of understand it now. And then I was like, what else is out there that can <laughs> alter my consciousness? Yeah. That was your John Lennon moment. Yeah. That was my Lucy. That was my, uh, with the doctor, with the dentist taking LSD <laughs> Beatles, deep cut reference. Um, yeah, Dr. but man, Robert. if Alonso, if Alonso got P one, he would have led the race and probably would have been overtaken by Verstappen, but still, uh, it would have been cool. Yeah. The, yeah, the race, I, my favorite part of the race or my favorite part of the whole weekend was just karma coming back to Checo. <laughs> oh man. He got lapped twice by Max. Uh, <laughs> that's so bad <laughs> twice that's that's just yeah yeah my um, favorite part was um Ocon getting podium and it's sad he didn't get driver of the day i think max still got it uh, he was he was close to getting it but come on give it to esteban and he also said something hilarious when like they interviewed him after it's like you know how are you feeling he just goes esteban on the podium baby which was I that his was... first podium? <laughs> no, no. I think it's his third. I think he's gotten first, second, and this is now his. Uh, now he's gotten third, so he's gotten every place on the podium. Okay. Yeah. I but still. It's been a while. I'm a ghastly guy, so Ocon. I. I was indifferent about it, but what do I know? I, I don't know anything about I, I I haven't studied Esteban Ocon enough to know if I like him or not as a, a you know off the track. Yeah, I know that um, Max pushed him, and like they almost came to blows. Uh, there's great footage of that, and uh, Botas is just like watching on like a bystander, just like someone about to record and scream "World World Star." <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? It was when, um, oh man, I forgot what race it was. You, you probably know better than me, but um, I think he was a lapped, like he tried to unlap himself. Max was a race leader. Yeah. Right? And he almost caused a, co- a collision. I forget which race it was. I can't remember yeah. either. Now but it was like, it, yeah, it was like literally Max was trying to pass him and Ocon was racing. Like, dude, you're a lapped car. What are you doing? Yeah, just, just, yeah. Yeah. But let's see. Yeah, I like to. Yeah, Esteban on the podium was was fantastic. It's just fun to see the podium get shaken up. I mean, yeah. Alonso doing what he's doing this season is so fun to watch because he's such a great character. And then now you have Ocon making moves. Of course, it's Monaco, so this doesn't really represent any other uh, track in Formula One. Yeah. So that's true. The rain. The the rain was incredible, though that when everyone had to dive into the pits to get inners or or wet tires. I don't think anyone went on wet tires, but I think a few did. And there were I, there were a few. I think I think like three or four. I love it was also so funny when Signs was on slicks right when the rain started. He was like he was half a lap away from changing tires Ugh. and he just went right into the barrier. <laughs> oh my God. How about him, uh, breaking his front wing and then just leaving it broken for like a majority of the race. I, did they change it at all? I can't remember. They, I remember I saw them 
No, I don't think he did. I saw them getting ready to pull, you know, the team pulling it out, getting ready. Yeah. But other than that, no, I didn't. I didn't see them change it unless they changed it when he uh, came in for tires. Hopefully they'll change it by the next race. I really don't think there'll be a difference. <laughs> they'll just leave him with a broken wing for the rest of the uh, season. <laughs> yeah, I watched. They were probably like, wait, the car felt lighter. Yeah. And I went faster. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, we like Charles better. Sorry. But Charles- it's, it's Monaco. You don't really need... <laughs> you could like win Monaco if you're... In like a Formula Three car, and Formula—I don't know—you know what I mean. Like it's just like you don't really need straight line speed. You kind of don't I, need downforce. If anything, you just need a smaller car. Like if someone yeah. just came in with a go kart, they would probably win. I I would love to watch Monaco with these drivers in, yeah, in smaller cars. Or if they did a pre race in a go kart, could you imagine? That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would—I mean—it'd be so dangerous too because these go karts are fast and these turns are hard. Sure, but they're they're used to making these turns going fast and and in larger cars. So I feel like a go kart would be easier for them. Yeah, it would. Yeah, I'd love to see some of the spectacle. I know back in the eighties and nineties, like these race car drivers used to be in all these different, uh, you know, racing categories as well as Formula One. I know Nicky Lauda, and I think a lot of the drivers. Before they would have the main event of the Formula One race, they'd have kind of, they were called pro cars, which is just kind of two-door sports car racing. And a lot of the drivers would just take part in those races. They were like, you know, they were short races, like 20 laps or something. But it was just like a silly sprint race that the drivers raced in. It was a spectacle for the audience, and it was just a different category. So you'd have to get used to that car, but... You know, everything's so serious these days. You have to know the car. You can't just jump in and, you know, race. Yeah, it's it's less on the driver. I mean, the driver's still obviously very important and their talent goes a, a long way. But the amount of data now, it's very much a, a team sport more because it relies so much on the, the data during the race and stuff and... Um, strategies and and alternate strategies and alternates to the alternates and uh what's going on i think i bumped the wall can you check my tire how's my floor is my floor okay um let's slap on some duct tape to yuki's drs uh to his back wing hopefully that works um which is more old school to me which i like Uh, i wanted to say this before i forget uh when the rain did start so alonzo's in second pits Mm -hmm. for slicks when the rain starts, oh, he thought yeah. it would be okay. Goes out, does a lap, and then goes, wait, I should come back in for enters. Doesn't lose second place. Wow. <laughs> That's just hilarious. It just shows that like one car can back up so much traffic and allow such a big gap in between two spaces. Like Monaco is just crazy. Like yeah, there's no overtaking. The- there's nowhere to go. Like it's fun to look at, but Man, it that, is. It's a. It's. It can be very boring if it's not like raining or someone's having a meltdown or <laughs> going crazy. You know, it's Formula One's train set. <laughs> very much so. Did you come up with that? It's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. 
Hi everybody, Joe Leonardo here. And this is Andrew Berger. Along with being the hosts of Stateside F1, Andrew and I are audio engineers with thousands of hours of podcast experience. Between the both of us, we've worked with a wide variety of companies from Google to Discovery as editors, mixers, sound designers, and even social media managers. If it's a companion podcast for a TV show or just a hobby among friends, we can help you with your podcast. Feel free to reach out to us at statesidef1 at gmail.com. You know, it's funny though. I was watching the race and then all of a sudden Lance Stroll was out. I was like, what did, like, what happened? <laughs> I saw this. I didn't notice Nance, Lance was out until literally like the last few laps. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what happened. I don't think it was ever mentioned. <laughs> did he go out for engine issues? Let's take a look. No, nah, it was, I saw it. He his steering broke. Like he uh, kind of tapped the wall and broke his you know, broke his wheel and then, he, yeah. then it, you know, it just all kind of fell apart. Yeah. Next um, to Monaco, though, this is a big weekend because there's also the Indy 500. Yes. I think I may have been a little more excited for that than Monaco. And you know what? Even Zach Brown was because he was at the Indy 500. He skipped out on the Monaco Grand Prix. Well, that makes sense. I think McLaren had like four cars in Indy, right? Yeah, they did. I think Pato Award was, he was one of the favorites to win. I think he was in an Arrows, you know, McLaren. And <laughs> it was so sad. I was watching, I was, as I was walking around Long Island City all day that day. My I had neighborhood, my by in. the way? Yeah. I, I specifically didn't tell you and avoided you <laughs> for, for religious the reasons. Yeah. Yeah. If you walked into the church, <laughs> the whole place would have burned down. Exactly. <laughs> I was uh I was avoiding you in solidarity. Thank you for listening to Stateside F1. Please like, comment, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your sweet, sweet podcast content. Follow us on Instagram at Stateside F1 and TikTok at Stateside F1 Podcast. Feel free to message us, DM us, memes, comments, questions, suggestions, etc. We will respond and follow you back. Bye. Bye.